and welcome to the With Mates podcast with me, your host, Andrew Grayson, and it's Wednesday, so that means it's Obi-Wan Kenobi Day, and we're back with a spoiler review of episode five of the season of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and as ever, my compatriots in this review is Joseph Boone and Paul Hello. Sterrett. Hello. How are we, guys? Are we as happy and as excited as I am? Buzzing, mate. Utterly buzzing. Paul? I am giving... Nothing, Nothing away. away yet. Mate, That's he's fine. sitting there cracking a wee smile as as we little as we little frowns turned upside down. Look at him. He's chuffed with this episode. So, so again, right, we said this last week. We try our best to kind of stay like keep our feelings and thoughts until we're on this podcast. But I need to share this. In our little group chat, Joseph Boone was as <laughs> giddy as a mouse. Boys, not even 30 seconds in this episode. Holy shit! <laughs> you better fucking like this, Paul. <laughs> yes, I was very much delighted and cheering along with Joseph at that point. Um, so let's get to it, lads. I'm going to start us off here. For lack of a better term, boys, I had my Obi-Wan Kabobi out about this episode. It was fucking... <laughs> brilliant i absolutely loved it everything about it that's the, the way it started the way it ended everything in the middle this is the best episode of the series so far uh i'd like to disagree andrew um i yeah. thought it was rubbish uh, no, I'm just I'm being a, a dick here. Yeah, no, I, like as that wee little audio message earlier, I fucking love this. There was only one bit of the episode that I I didn't like, but that was a tiny, 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 tiny little bit. The rest of it was just pure, unadulterated Star Wars, and that's what we want. And ladies and gents, I know we've been waiting so eagerly to hear. Sterrett, what did you think? Just when I think that this show can't possibly get any dumber, it goes and does something like this. Fuck off, you can't be serious. You didn't enjoy this episode. <laughs> I was almost going to tease you in there with a dumb and dumber line. I'll give you my real thoughts. Yeah. I thought this was... A significantly better episode right. than last week. Right. There are still big, big <laughs> gaping problems with it. Okay, we'll get to the big gaping problems, but there's one specific that I can't wait to talk about that I believe, and again, you only need to correct me if I'm wrong on this, has addressed one of the bigger problems that you have found about the series, but mm -hmm. we'll get to that when we start talking about spoilers. Um, so I put out on social media, I was asking for everyone else's thoughts. So a couple of those, uh, Lights, Camera, Rant, another podcast, I think they're based in Australia, has commented saying, holy fuck, with the fire emo emojis, so they obviously they enjoyed it. <laughs> um, Matt Desmond, 98, shout out to him, peak perfection. He wasn't as hot on last week's episode, he also commented last week, um, but he loved this week's episode as well. And there was a comment on Twitter that we'll get to, um, but it starts getting into like spoiler territory, so we'll wait until uh, we start talking about it, and then I'll give him a shout-out as well. But guys, let's get into the spoilers, right? So spoiler warning, if you haven't watched episode five, go watch it, come back, and then you can hear the rest of our spoiler thoughts. Um, flashbacks. 
Love that. Starts with a flash. Oh, I, w I was on my fucking feet. As I was like, hold on, hold on, that's Coruscant. Why are we in Coruscant? And you see his wee little shitty ponytail and his wee <laughs> little braid, and you're like, that's Anakin Skywalker, and he turns around, and yes, it's Hayden Christensen, he looks a little bit older, but you know what? I don't give a fuck. He, yes. uh, it's wonderful, it's wonderful, Andrew, and I love it. <laughs> Honestly, Joseph, you've hit my sentiments absolutely spot on as well, because I was like, oh, he looks old. I don't give a fuck, it's Anakin, and it's more getting the flashbacks, I don't care. Again, they, Disney and the whole of Hollywood are loving doing this anti-aging or fucking, like, let's make everyone look younger but they technology. Didn't, they didn't do it, and it made it so much better. It, yeah. it, there was some, even because you knew that they were, you know, they're like 20 odd years older, and you can tell, but... There's, there was just this, the way they played opposite each other, not just in, in that scene, but in the other yeah. flashback scenes throughout the episode, there was a wonderful brotherly playfulness with them. Yeah. That, and it, it was just that scene, just that scene for me fixes, I say fixes, completes the Obi-Wan-Anakin relationship from yeah. the prequels for me. It just yeah. goes, there we go. That's what, if, if you only watch live action stuff, that solidifies it for me. I would completely agree because with that. Because of late, and I, the, I, I want to talk about the final part of that flashback scene later. Yeah. Because it, it harkens back to one of my favourite bits of Star Wars media, but we'll get to that when we when we burn that bridge. I do. Paul, what about you, mate? What did you think, starting off with the, the flashbacks and getting the flashbacks throughout? Hi. Yeah, no, I liked, I liked seeing Hayden, and I liked uh, obviously seeing episode two style Obi-Wan I love the choreography and all of these fights. You know, it was a good, it was a good couple of fights. It was a good um, sort of like device as well to use throughout the the episode, considering what was also happening in the episode and just sort of relating back. Um, yeah, so I, I was happy to see it. It was good. I don't know if I was quite as over the the moon as Joseph was. But... <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, it was it was cool seeing it. The one thing I'll commend them about again, we've kind of spoken about it. They, they they do look a wee bit older. We somewhat get uh, Obi Wan's glorious mullet back. But the thing that that kind of resonated with me throughout, obviously the 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 kind they they, they they come sporadically throughout the episodes. The chemistry between them twenty years later is still as good, if not better. You get that feeling that they are. Where we get to uh, at the end of episode three, where it's like, oh, you were like screaming, you were my brother, Anakin. As Joseph says, you get that in this, you get that kind of father son or brother relationship between the two. And honestly, like it was such a big smile on my face for the start of the episode. And then as it went on and we get more and more, I just, oh, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Um, yeah. Do you want to talk about the, the flashback straight away or will we go through the, the, the episode kind of chronologically? Found this one like a, a strange one to take notes on. Actually, yeah. it's like how do how, I? I have everything's like notes. a different story in a way. Yeah, <laughs> I think that is, that is is so. This to me is it, you get Harkins of um, episode eight in this one where it's they're kind of held up in a base and you've got the people on the outside. So you get small kind of notations of that as well. Uh, we get Camille Nanjiani's right, back. Sorry, episode right. five is. Yes, true. The better one. Yeah, the better one I should have probably brought up. Um, the other one's fresher than the memory, do you know what I mean? Uh, we get Camille Nanjiani back, who I, I, I really enjoy. I love seeing that character. I like this idea, even when he's talking about, oh, uh, now I know what it's like to be a Jedi, but he's still kind of on that, ah, but this is a great opportunity to make some some cash and some money and stuff like that. 
Um, I'd love, I'd love seeing him. If uh, where did I write it? I'd love seeing him again. Yeah, the Jedi con man uh, that Riva, by all logic, should have either arrested or killed, made his way onto this base of a planet. <laughs> um, can't really. I, I mean, I, I like him, but I'm yeah. like, you should Shouldn't either be dead or in cuffs. Yeah. <laughs> well. Speaking of Reva, we get a, a, a lovely scene where she comes in and starts talking to Vader. And the more and more I see Vader, the more and more I'm, I'm solidifying the idea that he is the best villain in movie or TV history, whatever you want to say. Um, he gives Reva the Grand Inquisitor uh, title. And then there's a lovely shot. Uh, I think we go to the base at some point as well and we kind of meet the robots back and Tal is there and Camille's there and uh, so is Ice Cube Jr. And then Can we I get say- a look- yeah. When uh, when Vader gives uh, Reva the Grand Inquisitor, and I'm actually I'm kind of happy because I was so I was actually almost so close to what actually happens in the episode. <laughs> but I wrote I wrote partly as a joke, but also partly serious. Was totally thought Vader was going to slide a curtain open with the real Grand Inquisitor after he said Grand Inquisitor to Reva. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, that was good. And then there's a lovely shot where it's like Vader's just looking out his starship. It's very Doctor Who as well, where you see the like going through hyperspace, which mm-hmm. I thought was just I thought I just thought it was a really cool shot. Oh, so it was, oh, I loved I loved how the flashback cut immediately to that close up of Vader's mask. Mm. It was just oh, it was so powerful. And yeah, yeah, I agree with you, Andrew. It's just like the more and more we see Vader, it's Especially when he goes all fucking Star Killer in this episode. Yeah. Oh man, I, oh. that was so my note as well. <laughs> here's a question for you, right? There's a scene again. It, it's so hard to kind of keep track. There's scenes where it jumps back and forward, but there's a scene where it jumps back to Obi Wan in the bunker, and he he see he's looking at like the the writings and the etchings on the wall for other Jedi's, and just I think the line was um, the light never. Goes the light out. never fades. Or, yeah. yeah. Something like that. It was a really nice line. So ap- apologies for butchering it. But then you get a pan over and there are, is it like nine, ten or, nine or ten lightsabers? Yeah. Hilts. And I was like, that's interesting. How and why are they there? Yeah, I was uh, kind of annoyed. <laughs> but of course you were. No great surprise. I was just, <laughs> I was like, not sure if I believe all these lightsabers would just be kept in this base. Like, not either taken by the jedi that came through here or sold for parts or yeah. you know i don't know if i believe they would just hold on to this other than for oh we need a shot of like nine lightsabers that'll be cool i think uh, it, it, it worked emotionally for that moment i think it hit a really nice emotional beat but if yeah kind of thinking about it a little bit more critically it's like why why were they there yeah i'm i'm wondering if someone were just like a nice little nod to some uh jedi that had been through potentially that they mm. could go, oh, we're bringing them back into canon. Um. Uh, well, that'll be interesting. Again, I, I love watching the Nerdist breakdowns. I'm sure there'll be they, there'll be some eagle-eyed people to be able to tell us whose specific lightsaber's there if we've seen it before. Again, to me, I'm going, right, maybe it's Jedi travelling together and one of them's fallen, but uh, somebody, dro- they keep their lightsaber. I don't know. It's like, it's it, to me, I just thought it was a cool wee nod. And I was like, oh, I wonder if we'll get a, like a double bluff kind of thing where like, Oh, Obi Wan's not got his his um his lightsaber, but he pulls out somebody else. I don't know. 
I don't uh, know if you guys get this whenever you watch like Star Wars stuff, and I got it a lot in um, the Mando episode when Ahsoka fights the lassie with the spear. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody loses their lightsaber, I get really anxious about, are they going to get it back? Because <laughs> I, I, get, I get really worried about it. I'm like, you know, Ahsoka's saber goes into the water. I'm like, oh no, that's ruined now. Or like when, when Obi-Wan passes his... Um, his lightsaber off to uh what's his puzzle? I'm like, oh, is he, is he going? Is that is he not getting his lightsaber back? Yeah, I just I just get really stressed about it because I'm still thinking in like original trilogy thinking there's only like three lightsabers going. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Right? You can't you can't just go around to Tesco's and and pick up another lightsaber. Other nah, retailers are available. Um, I was, I mean, I was with regards back. to the lightsabers. Um, you know. Do you remember when Obi Wan in Episode Two said, "This weapon is your life"? Yeah, mm-hmm. and you know, there's then, just all these. And then later on in the film, drops it and has to get it handed back to him. That was the point <laughs> yeah. I went to. I was like, "Nah, as long as there's a Cody about and they'll hand it off seconds before Order Sixty Six, uh, they'll always." But your Cody was like, "Oh fuck's sake! Fuck! I just gave him that sword oh, back, didn't I?" Sh- all the other clones are like, "Cody, yeah, uh, what you doing?" <laughs> and he's, he's like, "Fuck! It wasn't my fault, man." How was I, I supposed to know? How was I supposed to know the gaffer's about to cause? So yeah, we get we get have we seen me Obi-Wan and the, the lightsabers and he pulls out what I can only assume is a Jedi uh, Jedi robe. Um again, cool wee things that you're going right. So obviously he's getting you, you see this kind of how he's dealing with like how many Jedi have perished and he obviously went into hiding. We then get um I can't remember, did we speak about this on a previous podcast that uh, Leia's wee robot is actually named That's after right. oh, no. uh-huh. After uh, Carrie Fisher's real uh, bird in real life, which I thought was oh, pretty I cool. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so Carrie Fisher had a wee bird called, is it Lola or something? Lola. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had a wee bird called Lola, uh, and that's what they, they named the, the robot after, which I thought was really cute. Um, so we see it getting up to mischief and opening the bay doors. We got another lovely... A lightsaber battle between Obi-Wan and Anakin and I love this whole like teaching message that he was teaching he's like look you're too headstrong you're too bothered about the victory you're not thinking things through and even then you can see because again I'm pretty sure in canon like Obi-Wan's one of the best in terms of like, defense yeah yeah he's good with a the lightsaber there's other people like Yoda's better with the force but Obi-Wan's better with lightsaber oh, no no you... no like aggressively Yoda's better with a lightsaber he's a little Aye. lightning frog but um <laughs> Obi-Wan's thing is like defense like you so he's can't, like a you like an, and, an Andy Murray in tennis where he'll fucking just wait for somebody else to make a mistake exactly see, if you, honestly right those see, Scotsmen back, always wait Seeing his peak, I used to watch Andy Murray going, he doesn't win points, he just doesn't lose them. Like, if you go back and watch some of his best things, you would just go, mate, he's just hitting it back. And I get that, that's the point of tennis. And um, if the tennis ball was a blaster bolt, then you have Obi-Wan. Exactly, exactly that. Uh, so again, lovely wee flashback, and then there's another fucking gorgeous shot of uh, Vader looking at the planet. And you just see the planet in the background and then Vader's uh, reflection in the glass. And I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. I want just, it on a picture. Every single Vader scene in this series is just gold. Yeah, exactly. It's utter gold. Um, no, I love it, honestly. That is that is the thing. Like we, we spoke about it and we will get to the point of um, 
Vader selling us on an actual Vader TV series a little later that Joseph says he would like to see. Um, we got a, a rousing speech from Obi-Wan saying, oh, if we all stick together and we can hold them off and then we can escape. Where you can I kind think of that's see... like a speech. Like yeah. Speech cool. um, it's this... like a real Jedi kind of thing. You know, like we got to stick together. You know, it's like yeah. no one's got a plan and he's, you know, like, yeah, well, I've been in situations like this before. Come on, we can... We can do yep. this. And I think and also, like, like, it harkens back to A New Hope as well, when he's like, you know, there's other ways to fight. In there the, are the alternatives to fighting. Yeah. There's, he, he, he harkens back to that by, like, basically going, I'm giving myself up here. Yeah. Like, getting the hell out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Family Guy reference, get it up, you Joseph! What? <laughs> I've never seen them! <laughs> it's really, see, generally, it's worth watching just because it's funny. Uh, you take the piss out of I just can't stand yeah. Seth MacFarlane. I just can't stand yeah. him, man. I get that. But yeah, so this scene, I love the speech as well. I've, I've heard people complaining about Ewan McGregor's accent and voice in it. I like it. I think you can hear him trying to get a bit of Alec Guinness in there. And I actually really enjoy his 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 tone and and how he delivers it and stuff. But as Paul said, yeah, I loved the actual speech where it was like you can we've we've seen him kind of coming back force wise, but now we're getting to see him getting back to the ethics and the the mythology of like the Jedi being good and having this idea. Right in episode one, where the Grand Inquisitor says it's like a virus, they have to help. They can't mm. help what they do, and you're seeing that slowly coming back. Uh, to Obi Wan with that speech, and yeah, I thought it was great. Um, I'm just going to have a... later on leave a certain character to twist in the wind, but uh, <laughs> which I, I don't know how Jedi like that is. But I mean, hey, hey ho. So I'm going to I'm going to have a general note here because it started. He's just popped up. I've got the video on in the background, um, and he's just popped up. So there's a certain droid that we do not talk about on this podcast anymore because I'm the a fan. It's amazing how wrong they got it and how little the droid does in this. Is it any any something, the big hammer droid? Oh, something like that, but it's... Mate, I care so much about that droid more than I care about that fucking gold idiot. And it amazes me how fucking wrong they got it with him. And I think back on, like, Rogue One gave us... uh, Was it K2SO? Phenomenal droid. Uh, IGA and uh, Mandalorian loved that droid. R2D, R2D2 loved them. BB8 loved them. Fucking the Tin Man can get to fuck, man. Honestly, I knew a 3PO sculpture for Christmas or something. Uh, yeah. I was going to use toilet roll, but it's not even a mask, man. Honestly, it's, fucking... it's just it's because I'm... the thing that hit me is like there's, there's a scene that we'll get to later on where I'm going how. In what six minutes of footage do I like and care about this droid more than someone that's been in just about every single you, piece of fucking Star Wars? Do you know what it is? It's the fact that Tala cared for the droid as well. She clearly cared for that droid yeah. to to die by its side. So and no, nobody no, no, cares no, no, about no, 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 no. Nobody cares about three people. Chewie was like, oh, we should probably get him. He's useful. But he didn't bother putting him back together. He's, I, it's, I like, mean, it's like it's like that friend. Like, if, you, if you've got a group of friends and your mate's cousin comes and you're like, oh, fucking, I don't really like him, but, like, I want my mate to come. So he has to come as well. They need R2-D2. R2-D2 has saved their asses that many times. They need to bring his stupid metal pal with him. 
Oh, yeah, you're right. I totally forgot the time where C-3PO didn't become an Ewok god and didn't save them from all of them being eaten alive. Paul, fuck C-3PO, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just because, it, again, it's, it's like 99 to 1 every other time. Oh, let's, let's do we got to run away. We could fuck off, hey, mate. Hey, sometimes surrender is a perfectly valid option. False. Let's ask the hammer droid. Now it's 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 not to... it's not because Anakin surrenders in the last season of the Clone Wars, and that is actually a war crime because he had no intention of surrendering. It was a falsehood, and then there we go. So surrendering is never an option. Spoiled and... it. Don't even need to watch it anymore. But he backed my point up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, so get back to the episode. We see um, we had to get a use for Leia, so she is small enough to get in the vents. And try and do hickey our way out of. I love that we bit. Yeah. I love. I loved it. It was great because it's like I can't get in that event. Give me a ladder. It's not like a. I'm small enough to go in there. Therefore, I am useful to the plot. It's just Leia going. If I need to do something, I'll fucking do it myself. <laughs> exactly. Well, and that's the thing is, as daft as it was, you still get that Leia being like fucking. You get you. You feel that she is Leia. Like Leia yeah. would do that kind of thing. What I wasn't so keen on was, you know, evil droid, evil Lola droid shuts down everything and, you know, is causing havoc. And yeah. then Leia's in the vents and then it pops up in front of Leia and then Leia just sort of grabs it and pulls out like one wire or something. Mate, it's shaped like a ladybird. It's shaped like a ladybird. What's like, it going to do? This is were, not were you, how engineering and coding works. <laughs> were you hoping that a little a little droid was going to laser a child on screen? Was that was what you were? A wee shock? I was hoping I mean, for like a shock or, or attempting to shock and then Leia would at least have to hit it. And it'd be like, Look, oh no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We already got now. we already got children being slaughtered in this episode. We don't need another. <laughs> just, just a shot. Just, just a little burn. <laughs> just a little burn. That's all I ask for. But yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice wee device to give her something to do. Uh, Obi-Wan goes off to the corner and he, 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 he listens to his vice, um, device. So Joseph, I can't remember last week, did you say we would get no more of I Jimmy Yeah, Schmidt? I thought I thought we wouldn't get any more Jimmy Schmidt because he's done his like 11 minutes of screen time. He's got his paycheck, he's gone. I was wrong. Well, it sounds like we're going to get a lot more of him next week as well because in the message um, Jimmy Smith says, I haven't heard from you, I'm getting a bit worried. Uh, if he's discovered who you are and the, the kids, I'll go to Tatooine uh, to help Owen with the boy. And I was like, oh, that's new. I didn't think that would happen. Paul? Come come to me later about that. Okay. Will, I'm going to... Uh, like like my... later, later as in the end later? Or... Towards the end, yeah. Right, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you all my, my problems, but I'll, 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 I'll unload them all one after another. Right, that's, that's fail that's every unfair. episode of this podcast, you <laughs> give us your problems. It's just, quite frankly, me and Andrew should be charging you an hourly rate at this point. Exactly. Hey, you've been on my side up till this point. And to be fair, he's, he's almost flip-flopped. Last week he was on the fence, but the prior weeks before you was a bit of a... Not as much as you, were at it. Um, then we get... This is honestly one of my favourite scenes. Uh, Tala. Mate, she's a... F oh, get, get her in more stuff. What an actress. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, not, not any more Star Wars stuff. Oh, yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> she could put part of other series. But this scene where she talks about how... She she was part of the empire and she went and seen these family. They didn't tell them what the families were, but they were actually force sensitive and they slaughtered kids and this that and the other. And like the the performance and the speech and everything. Again, it sees it, it helps to rally 
Obi-Wan in the sense of like we, we see it later on with Reva, like everything that he has or hasn't done up to this point. And I get that Paul, Paul, I get, I've said it from the beginning, I get the thought of he needs to stay on Tatooine to look after Luke. But if he's one of the last remaining mm-hmm. Jedi who was on the, the Jedi Council, he needs mm-hmm. to be doing what he's done. He needs to he needs to rally the troops essentially and stuff like that. But to get back to, to Tala, Tala's actually wrong, but you keep going. Oh, it's wrong. <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> um Tala's speech. Uh, I, I loved it. I thought the performance was great. I love the fact that she says, Oh, this is a, a notch for everyone that I'm getting back to kind of it's almost as if look, we've done things in the past, but we're here now, and this is what we should be doing going forward. Uh, what did you think of the speech? I think it was very rogue one. It felt very Rogue One. Yeah, like that's a, a good show. Like there's not a lot of hope here, but this is the last. This is the dying ember of it, and we needed. We need to do something. We can't do nothing. It yeah. felt like that because they were in that sort of dirty, scummy base where they're just trying to stay alive, mm-hmm. and then of course something's bearing down on them. A la episode five, and it was. Just, it. It felt. It felt very. It just the whole episode felt very Star Warsy. Yeah, that, that's a good point. Actually, I think actually Tala, the droids, uh, these—I hesitate to call them rebels—all um, kind of feel like Rogue One. Oh, but they're no rebels. Yeah. They're no rebels yet. That's, yeah, that's actually reminded me something. There's a point where Obi Wan—I can't remember when the speech is—but he says he says the Empire, and I was like, oh, is that like that? I think that's the first time I can remember him saying it either in this series. Mm-hmm. Or this would have been the earliest that he's addressed the Empire, and I was just like, oh, that's new. And it just it, it, it stood out for me. And it is, it, as you say, it hammers home. Rebels. It hammers home that it is an empire oppressing yeah. these people. And it's like, this is not a this is not a oh, we're we're fighting to, to save the day. It's a oh shit. These these actual real people who have got fuck all in the way of training yeah. are a way to be just Vader's coming. And we know what happens when when Vader comes along, and it's even just reminded me as well like the the bit where um, when they're fighting in Episode Three, he's like, "Oh, you're against my new empire," and Obi Wan's like, "Your empire." It's one of my favorite lines. Just how he delivers it. It's fucking brilliant. My favorite line that is kind of there was like a, a reference to it in this episode. It was you know you know the bit where like uh, Obi Wan's going to Padme and she's like, "What's what's wrong?" He's like. I saw him in the Jedi archives <laughs> killing younglings, and he's killing, like fucking covering his laughing. mouth so he could. Yeah, it's like th- there was there was an Easter egg to that with yeah. like Reva being like he killed the other younglings. But in that moment, I was like, oh fuck, okay. So now here... we see Anakin's atrocities. Yeah. So here <laughs> comes the point that I want to talk with you guys the most. That I was most excited about when it was uh, when I was watching the episode. We're now at the part of the episode, Obi-Wan's like, great, I'm going to talk to the the, the Inquisitor. Um, and they have a discussion, and Obi-Wan literally said, and as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, Paul and Joseph need to address this with me. He literally says, you knew it was Anakin. You shouldn't know that. There's no way that Vader would allow someone to know who he was. How do you know it was him? And we find out that she was there. She was a youngling that was... Um, attacked by Anakin and then later on in the episode we find out that she was quite literally attacked by Anakin what did you think of that did that fix anything for you did it really like not really bother you like what was your thoughts on because for me I thought it was great let me start this off by saying that 
I think actually this is the first episode and I will say before the revelation but up to that conversation I was actually starting to warm to Riva okay but I saw the I mean I think I said it maybe episode one of the podcast or something you know I saw this revelation coming yeah we all we all guessed that she was the because there was a, there was a scene at the, the very i think it was a very opening episode it was one like the, you yeah, seen, the opening you've seen and her like, as, the, as a young like the younger self was she was right at the front of the group yeah, as well yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean you don't really know it's her at the time no, yeah of course not but, but we guessed it there, there is the line there where they're talking about inquisitors and they're like oh they're former jedi Jedis. and stuff and what not but this is the first time i'm i feel like I, I was warming to her and i like that conversation between the door yeah having said that just because she saw and I, I, i'll tell you actually i really like the line where she said um he was we thought he was there to help us mm. it was like it's a really good line yeah. calling yeah. back to master skywalker there's mm -hmm. too many of them what are we going to do? What are we going to do? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it back. That's my favourite line in Star Wars. The you glee on your face as you say that. You're, you're sitting there, Andrew. Andrew, you're sitting there and your wee face is like, I can't believe that's a line that's been uttered oh, in Star I Wars. I love that. And honestly, if he's listening, mate, I fucking love your performance. It's fucking... I still fucking quote it to this day. Um, so, I'm... Um, in terms of like that reveal and stuff yeah. it's still like the same thing to me like just because like because the, the whole thing was everyone's meant to think anakin's dead as well like it's not mm. just um so you know anything could have happened because you don't know who's behind that mask she doesn't know anakin's name is vader you know it could have been an anyone behind yeah. that and mm -hmm. um, so i don't I, and i'll maybe come to this later on i have an idea to what I think some of the problems have been with Reva and how to fix that. And it was maybe in a different series. Okay. But same character, but I'll come back to that. Cool. Um, but yeah, so that's the only thing. I don't think she should really know him still. I don't to think me, it's for good enough reason, but... To me, I think it's a good reason because of this, right? So obviously she knew that Anakin had turned at that point, as we said. Uh, and shout out to the young girl that played young Reva. She really sold that fear of, oh, fuck, something's coming to get me kind of thing. Um, the reason I think it works is she obviously knows who Anakin is. And as you said, there's video footage and uh, of um, the Emperor calling him Lord Vader. So to me... I can put that to the point of one of the clones has said Lord Vader. And for, like, because she said she was like playing dead with the other bodies and, and things like that. So I'm going, she's obviously heard Lord Vader. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Something yeah. like that. <clears throat> but <clears throat> like the, the overall idea that she was a youngling and Anakin was there and she's seen him and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, that works for me. And, and it, to me, in, telling, in terms of telling Reva's story and the line where uh, Obi-Wan's trying to get, he's like, look, we can do this together. And she says, oh, you want to kill Anakin? And there's silence. I was like, oh, it's so good. Mm -hmm. I fucking love Ewan McGregor's performance. Is this, like, seeing the atrocities <laughs> that Vader's doing, knowing what he's done, as you said, killing younglings, but he's still his brother. He still cares for him. He still has that attachment. I love it. it it's it's a lovely dichotomy because Kenobi still sees him as Anakin. Yes. As the Padawan. 
whereas Riva sees him as Vader. Hmm. It's yeah. it's 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 a lovely juxtaposition between the two, and you get that in that door scene where it's like, you, as you're just saying, of course she wants to kill him, of course yeah. she does, and I think for me, this whole thing, it it completely absolved any reservations I had for Riva. I was like, of course, of course, there's a reason for this. I I. I will hold up my hands and say, you know what? I didn't trust the writers. I didn't trust they were going to follow through with things. I was a little bit too protective of Star Wars, the, the franchise I grew up loving. And when I just sat back and thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to watch it for what it is. I loved every second of it. And I think my reservations were caught up. Like, plot-wise, my reservations yeah. were caught up in, like, sticking to old canon and sticking yeah. like being being too worried about that sort of thing but if you just think for a second of course they're going to address it they're not you know they're not going to pull a, a fast one on you with like I... three different directors over three films you know <laughs> <laughs> do you know exactly. that's the one thing I, that's the one thing and, and don't get me wrong like the mandalorian had multiple directors deborah chow being uh, one of those i like the fact that it's the same director that's directed every one of these episodes because it all feels the same as much as i like the different feel in the different episodes in the mandalorian i like this story all being the the, the same kind of tone in the same like even taika done a, a mandalorian episode as well and i thoroughly enjoyed his episode but a, a, diff a very different feel and tone to it which kind of I, I don't think would suit this series so i love the fact that they gave um deborah chow this uh this entire definitely, series definitely. to do but yeah, um, I, I loved, I loved, I loved that entire scene. I, I'm, I'm a Reva enthusiast now. Yeah, boy. Uh, so yeah, I. On the train. Toot toot toot. toot. Yeah, I'm I Luke. Was, I've opened up I the breast pocket. The, the white there against the so black. So close to fixing this, and they spoilt it for me. I'll come back to the. Is that the bit at the but, end, Paul? Uh, uh huh. Well, yeah, that's my that's my great. That, that, that'll be interesting though, because one of the one of the the listeners' comments uh, that I've kept is actually about what happens at the end. So it'll right. be interesting yeah. to see what your thoughts are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, quickly before we move on to like the big battle scene, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Uh, Disney don't get lightsabers. We see Obi Wan yeah. uh -huh. uh, scratching <laughs> the the stormtrooper um, armor, and Reva sticks hers through. And cuts a big fucking steel girder like it was a hot yeah, knife through butter. I was, and I don't I, mind I, that, but I'm going. There's no. The, the um, thing, the thing for me with that whole bit is there's no continuity with it. Yes, there's and no the consistency thing is, and continuity. With yes. that, I was like, I was like, there's there's two things that's going to happen here. She's going to go back to Vader and be like, right. Vader, come down. We need you, and he's just going to tear the place apart with a force. Yeah. Or she's going to cut through the door, and we're going to get the tension of her slowly cutting through that door. Yeah, as like they're the opening trying a, to yeah, open a phantom. Like opening Phantom Menace, and Obi Wan's like, "Oh fuck, I've seen this before. I've been on the other end of this. Now I know how this feels." And that's when Liam <laughs> Neeson's going like, "Come on, Obi Wan, you got to get to the fuck." Where are those droid I thought it was going to be like that, but yeah, it just. The door just pew, there we go, open, and then it's it's just swinging about my light stick for a wee while. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I did like that scene where Reva was uh, commanding the troops, and they were going, yeah. and you know that that was cool. I like mm -hmm. that. Was, this is where I started to warm to her. Nice. <laughs> the thing I, I liked about the the opening to this battle once the doors opening again, we get to see Obi Wan 
with a force and he pushes Reva back and you see him getting stronger, which ultimately is going to be trumped by the end of this episode. But I like seeing that. I like uh, that you slowly get to see that uh, Obi-Wan is getting back to, to being strong with the Force. You know what I think half of it is? I think it's because she's not screaming every line she has in this episode. Fair, you know, yeah. You know what I mean? It's no, like, I, get I, I mean, I get that she's angry, but, you know, there's, there's, there's ways to... You know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's, more than, there's more than one way to kill a youngling. Yes, yes, there you yes, go. That's it. Um, what did you think of the whole kind of stromash as the, the stormtroopers as Paul you've kind of already said you like seeing her kind of taking command and as the, the stormtroopers are they're, it's, uh, it's walking not, them down admittedly it's not as good because as I've said the best Disney villain from Star Wars is Gideon mm. and it's not as good as Gideon going in with the troopers but it was good going in with the troopers I was getting um, 300 feels uh, I don't know if you've seen the the, the movie Three Hundred with, with Gerard Butler, and they it's the point where they they're all in this like cave, and they just like shove them and I was like because they were backing up into this tunnel and I'm going well that makes sense then Obi Wan can stand doing his, his lightsaber will count for shit exactly that but yeah again it's it's a big old smash loads of laser beams all that kind of stuff Camille shouting at Leia to hurry up because she was taking a fucking god awful time to figure out the door. Um, and then we get... Technically, technically, does this count as uh, someone chasing Leia in this episode? No. No, no it doesn't count. You were wrong. No. Prediction, prediction's I, I don't know, because she's running. She's chasing Leia. They're all no, running. No, no, they're not chasing her specifically. She's part of a group, and they don't know Leia's there. Uh, they know she's there, they're not after Leia. No, 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 I misspoke. They are going after Kenobi, not Leia. They don't Kenobi. give a fuck about Leia. Leia you know was means to an end. <laughs> See if I was good at like editing and stuff like that. I'd really want to edit a video part where there's a point where uh, I, I think it's still to come where Kenobi says, "Oh, I'm going to go." And he's like, "Oh, you're going to give up? Like we're 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 nearly there. Why would you give up?" And he's like, "He's here for me." I would just love to edit myself in at the back, going, "Fucking." ego on this guy like what? <laughs> like it was just it's just such a funny line where he's like guys guys <laughs> could you imagine like it's imagine that scene one. imagine that scene but andrew's andrew's got like the, the part he's, he's in the background it's like it's me he wants it's me and you go who the fuck are you <laughs> exactly <laughs> well, well hey i guess now that, i mean i guess now that wade's dead who else would he be there for <laughs> Fucking wait. It's, yeah, it's, he was after that's my biggest my biggest problem with this episode. We didn't get an memoriam at the start. We made fucking rest in peace, Wade. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> this that this for me has one of the mate. I literally shouted out, "Oh no!" When Tala got shot, mm. because I love this. I think she's such a good character. It's such a shame, but it's also quite a nice thing that the fact that she essentially in this series is one and done i don't know if we will get her maybe like you could get her and if they do a, an, another series round about this time but i, think, I love unlike a character. lot of characters unlike a lot of characters in star wars who make the heroic sacrifice she earned that scene and she earned that sacrifice yeah i think and i think she, uh, she the, handled the, it all with the grace again i keep likening this character to that she handled it all with the grace of hux you know, I'm, I'm the spy. You know, uh, no, kind of like what Hux probably should have been. Yeah, yeah. roughly. 
and, yeah. and not exactly and i'm not saying they're like for like but you know no, but I, get, I get the sentiment i get what you mean and it's just for me again like because we're going to talk about the same character the droid any whatever it is like there's points where you see him like lift a stormtrooper and slam him off the ceiling it was I proper want, chewy Andrew. vibes it was yeah proper I, chewy I vibes. love that droid honestly Andrew. i don't know why Andrew. might be funko pop time yes and how did you feel when you saw that bulky less talented not translator droid turn around and fall to its knees and then just shelter Tala with its Mate. broken husk of you a know, Andrew, you can, do you know, you can do you know him on this call no, if you want. do you know do you know who isn't broken down in a husk of a droid now the wee the wee fuck that's just ran off Oh, 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 the master, the maker is here. Fuck the maker and fuck you, mate. No, don't fuck the maker. (laughs) Don't fuck the maker. He's a good cunt. You, honestly, see, see whenever they get a droid right, it just, it it fucking reinforces that I know I'm right about C-3PO because this guy had six minutes screen time and this guy is a G. I absolutely loved it. I love the fact that he covered her. I love the fact that he couldn't talk because it just made him that much more endearing. He's getting shot multiple times in the back. He's still kind of walking over to Hingway. I know, was this the one, Joseph, where you say he kind of left? Or it was, it was one, I can't remember who said it, Joseph or Paul, where Obi-Wan kind of left someone like in the lurch. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm watching it back. He's getting fucking absolutely oh. shot. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I meant at all. I meant uh, later on. All right. Okay. Right. Well, we'll, we'll get to that then. All right. But, um, the, the, the bit straight after this when Vader comes through. I had a wee bit of a moment where, where you know, when he's like stepping through and he just wait, goes wait, through wait, the doors. Wait, wait. We're oh, not quite oh. there. We're not quite I thought, there. Not I quite thought there. a bit was next. Sorry. No, My no, 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 we're not quite there. But yeah, you get that point where she realizes she's dead. She holds the, the grenade and, and they obviously run back um, really well. I just want to give time for that because it's really well earned. And I thought she's she was a fantastic character, a fantastic actor. Um, and the droid was fantastic as well. Uh, excuse me, Andrew. It's, I think you'll find it's actually a, a, a thermal detonator, thermal not a detonator. grenade. It's an it's a fiery explosion. It's there's not times, a um, There's times I always say this is the reason why I, I invite you guys onto these Star Wars podcasts. <laughs> this isn't one of those times. This is not one of those times. <laughs> you pedantic fuck. <laughs> I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's the sound clip. That's the sound clip of this. Of the, I'll, I'll, it's like, it's like, it's like you pedantic one. fuck. That just sums up Paul's attitude on this entire podcast. Claws are out this episode. <laughs> you two have been attacking me the entire series. Um, yeah, so we see the thermal detonator goes off and it's a big old fiery um, death for everybody in there. Again, lovely, lovely quick scene where you can see Obi-Wan and, and uh, Vader can feel each other like through the force. It's so subtle compared to what we got in the, the, the new sequels. And I prefer it that way. It's I just think it works so much better. Mm-hmm. Amazing how just focusing, like no words said, but focusing on Vader's helmet and it just feels like you're like, oh, what's going to happen? That the 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 feelings and the 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 sentiment that comes with just looking at this guy's evil looking helmet is ridiculous um i want, so I want that i want that to be the sound but you know just no context just, just looking at this guy's evil helmet <laughs> <laughs> i can be my second clip i'll do yeah, you've you've been watching too much of the boys mate i've not yet started that i need to watch okay it, that, that's a fun little reference for you yeah, guys okay, when you start I'll watching get, it those are messages those are um, the there's a there's a small bit before uh kenobi gives himself up where 
we see uh, Kenobi and uh, Anakin fighting each other and Anakin looks like he's got the best of Kenobi and he's like... Is this the bit where he, like, Kenobi's down on the ground? Yes. That, okay, so that fucking bit there is, I can't remember the boy who made it. I keep wanting to say Ralph McQuarrie, but no, he was the he was the concept artist for Star Wars. It's the guy who made Samurai Jack. His right. wee short run of the Clone Wars. It's like a 2D animated Clone Wars, mm -hmm. styled in the same way that they did Samurai Jack. And there's a fight between Anakin and Asajj Ventress, and that's how he oh, fucking um, kills her. She's like, he, he batters one saber away from her, and they're like fighting onto the top of this ruin. It's all crumbled away. She's hanging on a ledge, and he's just hammering down the saber on her, and pretty much like breaks her arm and just kills her that way. And I was like, Oh yeah. fuck! And it's the same. It's like the same age, Anakin. It's like Clone yeah. Wars, Anakin. So I'm like, oh, oh, there we go. That's that. That's a nice harkening back. Wonderful. Well, that set me. It's and that's the thing that that I really enjoyed and was not confused, but I was like watching this fight and I'm going, mate, Anakin's like if he connects with us, like it's not sticks. You're fighting with actual lightsabers, and he hits three big fucking slices down, and that's ultimately what um grounds kenobi and there's some nice visual as well like we go in episode three i believe the first fight between him and vader where he's you can see um kenobi kind of holding his lightsaber just to kind of guard them off and he's not fighting back lovely lovely connections mm -hmm. between uh that and like the younger anakin fighting as well and this is at the point where we get the scene that i'm talking about where kenobi's like oh it's over uh and <laughs> ice cream jr's just like why are you going? What is it? He's like, he's here for me, mate. Right? You just fucking calm down and get the roof open, right? Um, Shout out to Ice Cube Jr. using a bowcaster. Yeah. Oh, yeah Shout out to him for that. I realise as well, again, I know, he's, I know he doesn't listen, but again, it's really disrespectful. O'Shea Jackson. I apologise. <laughs> I shouldn't call you. I shouldn't call him uh, Ice Cube Jr. Ice Cube Jr. That's demeaning. <laughs> um, so, there, yeah, we see Kenobi gives himself up, walks out. And again, another lovely speech between um, Kenobi and Reva, where he's like, look, I'm, you're not bringing me to Vader. I'm bringing Vader to you. And it's it, it, it hit me as almost, like, not Sith-like, but I'm going, that's, is that what a Jedi would do? That's, like you? that's the bit I'm talking about. He leaves her to twist in the wind. Yeah. I'm going to get see, it. See, that's proper Kenobi because, ah, yes, he is the negotiator, Paul. It's a good bit of negotiation. But if we're talking about, yeah, he's giving his rah-rah speech about, oh, yeah, you know, I'm a Jedi and we're going to get through here. And I love peace and I love, you know, making people happy, yeah. but not that way. And then, you know, they come through this way and then, oh, hello, Inquisitor. Yes, I know exactly what's going to happen to you. <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, but to be he's fair, killed, he does... he's killed hundreds, hundreds in the Clone Wars. Let's face yeah. it. To be fair as well, he does give her the opportunity to work together. She said no, but he's like, right, okay, but you want Vader, right? Let's bring Vader to you. And it's ultimately as it's a really clever plan that that does work out. And and we did say like it's hard to take notes on this. I've realised why because it doesn't stop. There is not a lull in this episode. There is at no point not something interesting going on. Whether it's the speeches that are important. Or then it flashes back to Obi-Wan fighting um, young Anakin. And again, this is the point where he escapes. And I think he's at this point where he's like, oh, you don't, he's, he's, given his, he's given his lightsaber, his blaster, and the communicator to uh, Camille at this point. And uh, he, he says, oh, that we get that line where it's, um, okay, we, we get the line <laughs> where he says, oh, you don't need, necessarily need a weapon. Um, what's wrong, Paul? 
I'll come back. It's going to come out in my big... A Jedi's lightsaber is his life. You don't abandon it or something that's, like that. That's not even it. That's just like part of it, but we'll come back to it. <laughs> it's it's the I, next bit that, that I, I fucking love with Vader coming in. I love Dude. seeing uh, Anakin and Obi-Wan. There's just a point there. Yeah, he, he, he hits his lightsaber away and Hayden Christensen does this big smile. It is the most natural smile I have ever seen. I guarantee this guy was having a fucking ball. You can just see this. it. You can just see it on both of their faces. They're yeah. loving it. And like I, I, I was giddy at the at the smile, it, man. I was like, it, it makes the see the the thing we talked about um, on episode one where they were at Star Wars Celebration and he says, "Oh, this is where the fun begins," and everybody fucking erupts. It makes me that much happier that he's enjoying being back and he's also getting. The, the 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 applause and stuff that he deserves because again when you go back and you watch it some of the writing is fucking terrible and they do their best with it i think watching them in these episodes again it was both had one realistically one scene with him uh, where we can see his face and he's performing and he's fucking brilliant i love it i think do you know what's great as well the writing is very prequels as well the, yeah. the, the lines in it because Ob obi-wan says something really good at the end of that and it's like wow okay really are we go are we going that prequely yeah he, he, he try it's, it's something that's kind of really like wise jedi master but it sounds a little bit wanky yeah i, I have to agree like i mean you know you know what i've i've been i've had to say so far but i do genuinely enjoy it was the same with um tamura morrison and boba fett because i know he's wanted to play that for so long i just yeah. wished it was the boba fett that he knew and remember and same with obi-wan and vader but i am glad that these guys are getting the chance to do it and mm. be appreciated in their own yeah. time you know uh it is it's like really lovely to see after all the the shit that I'm sure they've had to put up with over the yeah. years. Yeah, and it's even Tr nice hearing you and McGregor talk about that. He's like, oh, they they weren't really cri critically uh, welcomed and, and acclaimed when when we when we released them, but it's really refreshing now that the fact that our generation, which the Star Wars is a kids, it's essentially George Lucas has said it, it's, it's, it's a kids movie. He's made it for mm. kids. We are now of the age where this is the perfect timing for us to get this Kenobi series because we fucking loved you and McGregor. It, it was the yeah. best thing about the prequels. And I liked Hayden Christensen as well. Um, can, I, can I just like note into like the whole like cashing in on that nostalgia as well? Mm -hmm. The the editing in this episode is very Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, it's very Revenge because it's it's not it's going like here's a really important plot point and narrative that you need to know, and then it cuts to what it's relating to. Like the whole like the end of this like the second to last um, Anakin and Kenobi. Yeah. It's like the your 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 need to win is blind yeah. you, Anakin, and you see Anakin like oh shit, and it immediately cuts to Vader's boot hitting the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, this is it's it's such a wonderful through line of this, in this is, episode. This is where this is where I believe that the Russo brothers are Star Wars fans because if you rewatch Infinity War, there are so many characters in that, but the editing is fucking fantastic. At no point do you feel as if we're too long on these characters, we're too long on this moment, and it skips to, oh, what's Doctor Strange doing in space? Oh, what are the Guardians up to? Oh, what's this? And I think that stems from Revenge of the Sith, because as you say, Joseph, there's points where there's so much going on. You've got Obi-Wan fighting Grievous, you've got Palpatine dealing with Anakin, you've then got Anakin dealing with 
um, Mace, you've got Anakin going. It's like it's so choppy, but it works. Mm-hmm. You care and you're invested in everything that's happening. And I agree with that. Ep- this episode, um, and it's, it's just the, for me, it's just it's blending. Same. It's blending those that line between Anakin and Vader, because yeah. as I said last episode, it was like for me that was one of the first times seeing Vader and Anakin as the same character. And for this, it's like okay, th- we're still getting Vader's quite young in yeah. being Vader. He's still got that that Anakin like temper and mm-hmm. um and well need to win in him and it's it's just it's lovely to see the editing support just how ferocious he is yeah. from that on that, that sort of very the the um natural talent and hot-headedness and just need to prove himself it just it comes through in in troves in this in this episode i think it's also really cool as well that you see like ewan mcgregor save vader in this episode as well which you you know obviously obi-wan talks about vader in the 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 original trilogy but he always kind of talks about anakin which how we know him but there is a point where he's like vader is coming and i'm just like oh fuck like that's weird hearing uh kenobi saying that um when out of the part of the episode, uh, Vader's arrived and he's coming to see, essentially, collect his prize. And we get to see how fucking useless the Stormtroopers are in a little shadow fight where Obi-Wan is handcuffed <laughs> but still manages to batter them, disarm them and shoot them because you are useless bastard Stormtroopers. And There's yeah, a in a, an episode, like two episodes ago, he surrendered to three of them. <laughs> I know. I but I, I bet he's back I on form now. Yeah, he's back to he's back on form now. I like I like the fact as well. Like we we spoke about, um, you you wanted the Lola to to shock Leah. Um, I like the fact it was just genuinely like a wee fucking magnet. I was like, oh, oh back. I, I thought that I thought is that was not really, how engineering or no, coding I works. I know, I know. I thought that myself. But I was like, <laughs> no, but that's I'm that's how really... the that's how the bolts work on three PO and R two back in. And you she's hope. not. Just... She's meant to have like programmed it. It's not just like a bolt. Surely she's fiddled with it. They... Magic space technology, Paul. That's all we need, mate. We're talking about laser swords and whatnot. So Leia gets the door open, blah, blah, blah. There's a scene where Vader walks through the, the bat and he sees all the, the, the stormtroopers strewn bodies and he just keeps walking. I'm like, mate, you're a fucking gangster. Like, there's, there's, a point, there's a point in it where he kind of like, he stops slightly yeah. goes in. And it, it was that point I was like, I wonder if Vader ever sees like dead stormtroopers. I wonder if he thinks of the 501st Legion. Mm. Which was like the group of clones he led, I'm pretty sure, Paul. Yeah. Was it the five of I was like, I wonder if there's like j- just in a wee little sort of Yeah. Oh, I wonder how the character feels about that. I've I see people post about that and like what do they think Vader thinks about Rex and things like that. I think they're all dead to him. Yeah, uh, definitely. Vader and Anakin are you know, they become two different people and I yeah. think but um, seeing the dead stormtroopers, a bit of interesting, maybe canon. I think they've kept this through into the new, new canon from the old canon. But the stormtroopers sort of see Vader as like a god almost, you know, yeah. because Vader always leads from the front. Uh, so like the officers are like scared and hate Vader and want to plot against him. Yeah, choking them whenever yeah. they fail. But the stormtroopers <laughs> love him because they are always on the front lines with him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny little thing. Um, at this point, we see them start. Uh, the roof's open, so they start to make their escape. Camille's foot on the boot with his belt and drops the communicator, and then we get the Star Killer moment. Oh, my, my, this was so good. My dad came in and asked him. I was like, "Oh, what did you think?" Because he watched it separately for me. 
as all, what did you think? He went, fucking a bit with a spaceship, man. Like, he's powerful, isn't he? And I was like, yes, dad, he's very powerful. Uh, mate, it's, 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 that- it's the fact it's not like a, I was expecting the ship to go and Vader just to watch, but there's not even a beat where he just goes, nah, you're fucking mine. Come here. It was, oh, it was so good. It's so- how... He just I keeps like walking it. as well. He just keeps mm. He's just like, right, you, back you come. So, I like it. It, it is like a total Force Unleashed moment. But yeah. It, it also now makes me go, well, why didn't he do that in Empire? And why didn't he do that in this situation? And that's We've like, no point in Empire. When the Millennium Falcon's escaping. Uh, that's a bigger ship. Off. So, to me, and again... It's uh, a lot again, smaller than that ship. Correct me, correct, I don't think it is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is, like, emotions help with the dark side? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's at the point now where he's just walked, he's been told that, that Obi-Wan is, is captured. He's walked in, he's not seen him. He's like, fucking not again are you getting away. So he's, his emotions will be heightened. And it's not even, do you know the thing that didn't impress me the most? It wasn't the catching of the ship. It's ripping the fucking walls off so that he oh. can... <laughs> Mate, he done it like it was nothing. He just walks in, rap, 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 walk through. It's what I've been asking oh. for from Vader for like fucking ages. It's just, it's just him pulling something down with. The, it, it was just Vader using the Force this yeah. entire fucking episode, and he's treating structures like butter. He does, th- he does, he does three. I've just watched it again. The third one is the best. So he rips it open, rips it, and then there's a shot from inside the ship. Where he just kind of wipes his hand across and it opens the entire. Oh, it's so. Mate, good. I've got it up here as well. It's so, just so. Here, good. Here's my question that you're going to boo. Okay. Who was piloting that ship? Boo, nobody cares, mate. It was Wade's brother. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was. It was the one of the wee droids because droids can pilot ships. I get seen. that, but you know what would have been nice? A shot showing that. Nah, fuck that nah, ship, nah. mate. At, at this point, at this point, we're all about Vader. I, like, I, I, I just like the fact I'm, uh, like even a, even a I really wish I was watching I really wish I was watching this for you Paul because at that point I'm like oh hey Darth Vader oh he's so powerful and you're just like it was it was at this point driving the ship at that point fuck up mate this is how this is how animated I was about this moment um so Lara who my partner who was on our Star Wars review yeah episodes she is up visiting family right now mm-hmm and like you know a couple hours away from where we live and And i paused i i paused i paused at this moment she might have done actually she paused i paused the the episode at this point fucking phoned her and i was like have you watched kenobi and she's like no no i don't have i don't have the disney plus login i'm like well i'm gonna give it to you because you need to fucking watch it I was like pacing in front of the TV, being like, "It's so fucking good." And she's like, "No, I'll watch it. I'll watch it." I was like, "No, I need to tell you what happens." Like, "No, no, I'll watch it." I'm like, "Ah, let me talk about <laughs> it, woman." <laughs> so then, this is the point as well where we get um, after we see the cool stuff, they get away. It's the final flashback to Anakin and Obi Wan, where Obi Wan just like takes his lightsaber and he says, "You're too rash. You're too headstrong. That's your issue." And they walk away like brothers again, and then it flashes back to Vader, and and it's such they've done such a good job integrating both Anakin and Vader into the one person, um, from what we knew him in the sequels to where he becomes Vader that we know in the the OG trilogy. Um, I can remember when I seen it. I'm pretty sure it's Episode Six, no Episode Seven, sorry, 
where Kylo Ren, there's a bit where uh, a stormtrooper comes in and goes, oh, the girl escaped, or a, a, a whoever comes in in terms of the girl escaped, and he has a temper tantrum and he starts fucking swinging his, his lightsaber and breaking everything into the, the comedy moment two stormtroopers walk back. And I liked that at the time, but see, just watching this, like Vader knows that he's not failed, but let them get away. And it's just this big stoic black figure, not it's, even it's the moving. Slow pan it's down. so much scarier than a temper Almost tantrum. As if you're actually intimidated by him. Exactly. Um, the, the, and only, then... the only thing I would change about that scene is having that slight red tint to Vader's eye lenses. Yeah. I would have made it a slower um, breath noise. Yeah, that, that, that could have been cool. Like one oh, but Paul, you can't do that because his breathing's c- come from a machine <laughs> and the machine controls his that breathing, dial. Paul, and you should know that. He can turn it on and off. I'm sure he can I extend know, it. I know he can. <laughs> He's like, I need to be more dramatic at this point and just like turns the, turns the wee dial down. Um, <laughs> just when you think this episode can't get any fucking cooler, we get the Reva Vader fight. Fuck me. It's a I great. Say, the, it's a. The, the best bit of this whole thing was the very start where she ignites the saber and he catches it in the force and just slowly turns around. Turns, that, yeah. That's the best bit of the whole it's, thing. It's so well done, but it's such a great mirror of what Obi Wan was saying was like, you don't need a lightsaber to, to, to win. And he's in terms of just being like, oh, be smart, think things through. Whereas. Oh no, I don't need a lightsaber to win because I'm just that fucking powerful. And ultimately, I've been saying this is what I've been saying about power levels here, you know. Yeah. Like it's just it's night and day. It's not even yeah. close. Between the Inquisitors and Invader, do you mean yeah? It's a real Sith against There's yeah. a point. There's a point a in it where light, you know. You know yeah. when she ignites the second part of the saber? I thought that went through his hand. <laughs> when I first watched it, I was like, that's fucking cool. Because of course he's got any hands. He's got metal hands. The so thing I was like, in... imagine if he just like grabbed the saber, just like fucking pulled out a grip. With the that. thing that's That'd interesting nice. as well is is obviously we have got Vader's mask, but you actually see the actor that, that, that plays Reva. She does so well at like how animated her face is and this real rage and that she's she's because as you say, like she's she's not an actual Sith, but you can feel the dark side through and you see that kind of like fucking angst and anger and it's essentially just a dance for Vader at this point, just dodging, dodge, force, dodge, force. Um, Slowing just... down this the copter saber. Oh, th- oh, this is what I'm can saying. I, can he I say is, how much is... I hate the spinning sabers? And I'm, yeah. I'm actually, I'm, I'm so impressed by Disney's restraint by a not using the spinning feature that much in the series and b not making them fucking fly with it yeah <laughs> yeah that's stupid but that's the thing like okay we need to remember it's to sell toys and what's better mate fucking wwe done it with a stupid belt as well what do we do let's make it spin that's it's like it's ridiculous but I think they used it really well with this, as you mm-hmm. say, like slowing it down. And I've said it throughout this series of podcasts. Vader is playing with his food. He's slowing so the lightsaber down. He's just dancing about. He's lifting it's a lightsaber. The balls pushing on him. Back. He just goes, he goes, hold on, you don't have a lightsaber. Split it in half. There you go. Now oh, we can fight fair. Mate, that it's... was oh the the the, <laughs> the fucking like the confidence and arrogance of this guy to just walk towards this fucking spinning blade of death 
slow it down, take it off or snap it and do go here. Try try your best when I've got one as well. It's it's absolute masterful filmmaking. He doesn't even use his own saber. Yeah. He doesn't even fucking use his own saber, and that's wonderful. It's how slow he does it as well. He's just in control. And fucking fair fucks to Reva, like she doesn't stop or give up and stuff like that. And, um, and that's the thing as well, actually, it just reminded me because Anakin's fighting style is like relying on being like really big explosive moves, like really aggressive, yeah. you know, really fast and powerful. Whereas that changes when he becomes Vader because he can hardly move, you know, so he yeah. has to change. Fighting style and it completely slows it down, but it's really cool. That's the thing that I noticed as well. There's times he's holding it kind of like reverse, where the hilt is coming out the bottom of his hand, just to like go and and that just to me, I think that's a really cool image when you see anybody like with a sword or a lightsaber or whatever. But it's just how easy he does it. And there was a point where once he kind of like he's got a hold of both, I thought he was taking her head off, like he he, he done Dooku. It's it's the bit mm. where he like forces the saber back into his hand. I love how quick, just like. They're, they're making sabers spring to people's hands in this series like i watched it just there and i felt i just i felt it in my entire body how fucking great that bit is mate deborah chow is so fucking good at selling vader i'm just watching it back when he's walking towards reva and it's before you get the flash back here as a wane and you just see vader slowly walking towards her and you see her face when she's on her knees and she's getting back to this fucking as a youngling moment mate deborah chow fucking kills making vader a monster like it's so well done the split between vader's mask and anakin stabbing both stabbing them and again condolences to to qui-gon like it happened earlier with the, the grand inquisitor and it's happened twice now a youngling gets stabbed and now reva gets stabbed as an adult and qui-gon mate like i like the character and i hope we get him next week but Qui-Gon, mate, you went out like a bitch, man. Like, we've seen three three people, or no, two people. But no, 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 no. Don't you blame this on Qui-Gon. This is not Qui-Gon. <laughs> it's all his fault. <laughs> this, 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 this is, again, Disney. Not under, I'm going to get into this in a minute, but the, what, the, I'm going to make a positive point before okay. I come to my inevitable... <laughs> negatives, negative. which I have been very lenient on with so far. <laughs> um, the Anakin Vader lightsaber scene like so when Vader's approaching Reva, she's on her knees, um, and then it's cutting between Anakin in the temple and then Vader with the sabers. Yeah. That's great. I thought Anakin has a bit of a confused look on his face when he's yeah. stabbing it. I thought that was, what? And I thought maybe could have given him the yellow Sith eyes because it's when he... Yeah, I know, that could have been I know it's on Mustafar, you technically see that, mm. but it's meant to be, he gets that after technically killing the, the young ones. So I thought that would be a nice cinematic it, To me, touch. it looked like he wasn't expecting younglings to be there because he knew where they would be. Mm. I, I th it looks like maybe. A, you're not maybe. supposed to be here right now. And I think that's the point where he's still being like... He's Should got I a bit of this? reservations mm. from it. Because you know, he doesn't, he doesn't want to do it like at yeah. first, you know. Because he, he's like, I'm gonna kill the Jedi. Oh, I have to kill children, you know. Mm. And then he goes, "This is really fun. Hey, this is easy." <laughs> but, um, the, um, the the uh, whole Vader yeah. Riva choreograph fight to me, I loved how Vader was using like Force Kung Fu. Yeah, it was great, and it just oh, says what you to call me, it. What you call it? Uh, they name it in Solo. Is uh, uh, I don't know if it's actually this. I'm just. Uh, having a laugh but it's uh it has a name because it was based off there's a an arcade game like a beat-em-up game where mm -hmm. 
they they basically named it after that. What did it I can't remember what it is, no but like it, it just says to me that Paris Cassie. Look at him That's pulling it, it deep for five points. Big stirrups. Um, this just work? says to me that with Deborah Cho, we we need with what she's done with it. I'm just like we need Michelle Yeoh just doing kung fu with a lightsaber. <laughs> that would that, that is what I want. Yeah, that's, that's, that would be really that's cool. the only thing I'm going to ask for from Star Wars now. I want to see Michelle Yeoh just fuck up some, like, I don't care if it's Jedi, Ducks. Sith, as long as she's just got a saber and she's just kicking ass with it. Yeah. Well, that's what I want. Like who? Ducks. Ducks? Yeah, just fuck some ducks with a lightsaber. <laughs> I don't know if there's ducks in Star Wars. Well, some duck-like creature. A duck... The, duck size. We'll make, a, we'll make a duck planet. A duck, a duck planet. <laughs> <laughs> All sand. All sand apart from ducks in one pond. That's it. That's what Star Wars does best. It's not um, even a big pond, it's just a shitty yeah, just wee a one. It's a shitty wee one that they all get a turn in. Um, I love the line that Vader's like, oh, you didn't think I knew, youngling. And I was like, oh, he's fucking playing chess. He knows he's five steps ahead of everybody. I fucking love him. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor makes his great return. I like him as the Grand Inquisitor. I think he does really well. His performance, he's very grand. It's obviously the accent as well helps. The Grand um, Inquisitor is very grand, is he? Yeah, he is. He's very grand. <laughs> very grand indeed. I like the fact as well what he says about how, like, revenge is good for focus but ultimately it ends up kind of fucking you over and i'm like oh really cool grabs a badge offer and again i know paul probably have an issue with this they don't chop her head off they keep her alive but it, like me they're arrogant that's what they do um, oh, that, that's a great explanation it's not it's not a great explanation i realize it's not a great explanation but it's the best i've got um and then you see her kind of crawl into our, our lightsaber and she then crawls to the the communicator and oh, yeah. she sees, uh, like, vaguely sees um, Organa saying, oh, the children tattooing the boy. Did, did anyone else get, like, the bit where it's, like, cut in between Obi-Wan on the ship? And the communicator, did anyone else get Home Alone vibes from that being like, have we forgotten something? <laughs> it's just like, it's <laughs> mum on the plane going like, no, no, I don't, I don't think we have forgotten about something. And then it, then it just cuts to Luke sleeping and then he goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> but even, even Obi-Wan's delivery where he's like, is something wrong? What's up? And he's like, oh, nothing. I'm sure it'll all be fine. And, but you can tell like the terror in his eyes where he's like, oh, fuck man, the boy. Um... It all closes with seeing Tatooine and uh, seeing Luke in his bed. And that's episode five, y'all. Part five of the Kenobi oh, series. What an episode. What a fucking episode. Paul, I'm not going to lie, mate. I feel as if you liked it. There wasn't many negative, unless unless you've kept them all for the end. I've I've kept them for now. Oh, for I I want Paul wants his pound of flesh. I need to get. I need to. I'm going to ask my wee brother just to come up with like a wee like theme tune for this bit where it's like do 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 Paul's morning. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> right, Paul, has, give us give bring us all back down after that feast okay. of wonder that was episode five. I wanted just to enjoy this one a bit more. You know, have a bit. Pre more I I do appreciate that. So um, I did try and leave most of these. To be fair, I don't have loads. And like I said at the start, this is a better episode than, than last week. The bar was very, very low, to be fair. But um, so here's what I have. I wrote all of these in capitals because I was like... Because he fucking mean them. I did mean them. 
he gives the communication device with the most important piece of information in the galaxy to a con man so that this con man can just erroneously drop it on the floor so Reva, who should be dead after being stabbed in the gut because either A, you know, she was run through with a lightsaber or B, Vader isn't a left for dead kind of guy. You know, he wants to hear the snap of the neck or the buzz of the lightsaber as it goes through you, you know, or feel them die in the force. So, you know, just Obi-Wan handing this communication. He didn't destroy it. He didn't take the quick moment to do this with his lightsaber. You know, um, so we can come to my second point is this Vader knew Reva was a youngling and did nothing this whole time. Just presumed that she would find Kenobi. This, like, makes no sense. Like, why would she find Kenobi more than any other Jedi? Like, if all of these... Inquisitors are former Jedi. What makes her being a Jedi youngling like that much special? It's a cool reveal in the episode. We saw it coming, but it doesn't, you know, it was cool in that moment. But why does it make it any different from any of the other Jedi that turned into Inquisitors? Then we have Reva's obsession with Kenobi is that Anakin was his Padawan. She blames it. She puts the blame at his feet. You know, he was your Padawan. Where were you? He was on bloody Utapau fighting a war for you, hun. You know, what What else do you think? You know, so despite the fact that Anakin had wait, been wait, on wait, 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 wait. I just need to address the fucking great sentence that is, he was on bloody Utapau. It's just a great sentence to hear <laughs> on a podcast. <laughs> he was on bloody Utapau. Yeah, I like that. He was, he, was he was fighting a war for you, hun. I like that. <laughs> I, that 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 made it for me. <laughs> he was fighting four-armed Grievous, you know. And despite the fact that Anakin is, you know, she says he was your Padawan. Anakin is a Jedi Knight at this point. At this point, this is like an, a Jedi grown up. He's no longer a Padawan. He's not Obi-Wan's responsibility. They're just buddies now. He respects his master. It's not like it's he's on a leash from Obi-Wan. He's a wayfighter, Utapau. Um, oh, I'm going to leave that one for... Yeah, I'm left asking, do lightsabers kill people anymore? Like, really? Are they broken? You know, there is a point. stab <laughs> someone through the gut? To be fair, I do agree. Like, like there is a point, though, that you see Obi-Wan um, lance a, a stormtrooper through the, the middle. I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. A, a stormtrooper. Yeah, but they have we've had the Inquisitor. Did you hear what um, the actor's excuse was on a talk show? That how he it was like, oh, didn't your guy get stabbed through the stomach and he's meant to show up in one of the other shows? And he's like, one of his stomachs. Like, oh, <laughs> Genius. And I'm just, but I mean, like, do they not kill? Do they run through? Like, she's. Vader has it like all the way through her and she just she sort of like coughs it off and crawls along and then finally she crawls her way after being stabbed you know the Inquisitor's been stabbed she's been stabbed they're not dead they're fine they're, they don't even seem injured it's just like oh yeah we're, we're, we're fine we're just coughing a bit now but then we come to the bit that infuriated me more than anything was that Stupid Bail Organa is stupid because not only does he send a transmission when, you know, he's not meant to, 
it's a secret mission. He sends a transmission saying, oh, I hope everything's all right because, you know, I hope he's not found her or anything. But then he goes, you know, basically short of speaking Luke's home address. He goes, is Luke okay on the planet Tatooine on the old Lars farm? Oh dear, is he all right there? You know, I'll look after him there, you know? And then it's just like, so Reva can turn up on his door with a hole in her stomach and just be like, hey, I'm here to, I don't know, kill you or something. I don't, I don't know what, despite the fact Luke doesn't know anything about the Force or anything. So this character showing up at his house just doesn't make sense. Oh, that felt good. So I have one question, and then we're going to get to the last comment that I got uh, through social media. So my question is, and it's just a technical question. You just don't need to give me an actual answer. Surely a lightsaber would cauterize the wound? Yeah. Do, do you want, like, the super scientific ruin lightsabers forever for you, or do you want... I mean, I don't think you can ruin them because they're not real, but yeah, go for it. Uh, I mean, if you were to actually take something like a lightsaber and jab it into someone, the heat would make you explode like a watermelon being so dropped by height. So it wouldn't cauterize the wound. That's fine. Just no. it was just it was just I just always thought I was just like like you like when you cut a wound out in the like, the desert or something like that, you fucking light a blade and it angles. Um, well, so yeah, I think, yes, I think we should make in, a, a in Star Wars. Star Wars. In Star Wars lore, it does cauterize cool. the wound. So apart from a new hope when there's blood on the ground when he cuts that boy's arm off in the in the in the bar. Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna get through <laughs> all the fucking canon that they've ruined and all that kind of stuff. So this just goes off what Paul you've just been talking about there about Reva having to go. So um at Rod uh Moodswing said asked if he enjoyed the episode. He says it was incredible. I think that Reva now understands why Obi-Wan uh, was not there to stop Anakin and understands he was protecting uh, his children from from him, she'll now be on his side. No, she's going there to kill him. It's so that's, what, that was going to son. So that the was going to be my she question. Hates most in the world, he wants to go there, and she wants to go there and murder his child because she <laughs> lost all of her child friends. So then, Rob, you've given us a great platform to go off of. So we're now... I'm sorry, Rob, you didn't deserve that. I went off <laughs> That wasn't you, that's me. We've now um, got to the point where at the end of the episode, and we have one episode left next week, it's the final episode of the series, and we are now in our prediction point. So just off Rob's point then, so Paul believes that Reva's going there to kill Luke. Joseph, are you of the same belief, or do you think she's going to be on Obi's side? I don't know anything could happen at this point. I I think I hope that Disney have the balls to just say that's Reva dead. We get Oh, she's not dead. I, she's not I, dead. I can I can go into what how I think I would fix. I mean it's too late now, but how I would have done Reva knowing what we know now. Go on. But so you're talking about a Vader series, right? Mm-hmm. And I think doing a Vader series would be incredibly difficult because less is more with Vader and you can't have him on screen all yeah. the time. So, if, for example, see if we swapped Reva in this uh, Obi-Wan series with Grand Inquisitor. So he was in it more often, but mm -hmm. Reva was like, say, the fifth brother's part, for example, in it. We see mm -hmm. her, she's doing things, and we would hint to things. Mm -hmm. But just not such a focus on this one yeah. because because she's had a lot of focus for a character we know nothing about, and you know. But if we were 
teased us a little bit more and we found out a bit more. Mm-hmm. And then when they, they made a Vader series, and instead of making Vader the focal point, because you actually don't want Vader on all the time, because less is more. I know you're thinking it, but less is more. No, 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 no. So what I'm thinking at this point, because I agree less is more, but I can't agree with you saying, I'm just going on by what you have fucking complained about the best part of three weeks. You can't tell me to have a Vader series and not him be the focal point when you have fucking moaned that there's not been enough Obi-Wan in this series. Well, I don't really want a Vader series anyway. <laughs> I am trying to help here. That's what I'm trying to do. I do. Uh, I want a Vader series, please. But, but, but sir, if, sir, sir, please, <laughs> can I have a Vader series? <laughs> but if you had Reva then in a Vader series, yeah. and that was all about, but not just focus on Reva, but you do it between them, and he's mm-hmm. sending out Inquisitors, they're hunting Jedi, but her whole thing in that series is she's trying to kill Anakin because yeah. that of of the reasons we find out in this episode, but then he, he then he knows the whole time. You know, you you could find you could work out something. Yeah, I'm sure. I think um, for me, I actually like what they've done with Reva. I've enjoyed Reva this entire series. I like the fact that she she was this so fucking like um, the the reason that she wanted Kenobi was so she could get close to Vader. I liked that. I thought it was, I think they've resolved it really well. I'm interested to see what way she goes. I actually agree with Rob. I think she will go for the kind of team up and there'll be a point where we think fucking Uncle Owen's about to get fucked up and Reeve will be there to help or something Who's Who's Uncle Owen under threat from? Nobody. He's not going to Tatooine. He might. No, he's not. Why? Reva's going there to murder Luke. Well, I guess we'll fucking find how, out, won't but we? How, how will she leave when both of the transport ships in that hangar, one is... One's Enough been for the to fucking pedantic. she has... No, no, I'm not being... I'm not, no, I'm, in her I'm, stomach. Let's not forget I d- this. I don't think she will. I, I think I think we might get a nice wee swan song at the start of next episode for, for Reva. Do you know be a night. They can't I, kill her, because then what's the point in her knowing that, that, that uh, Luke's there? Do you know what? Because it makes her understand Kenobi. So you think she's going to go, I get him now, and then just die? I, but more poetic (laughs) than that. Yeah, well, obviously I'm not right. I understand (laughs) you. Yeah, I understand. Do you know what would have been a great death? Go on. Vader walking towards you. Flashback to your childhood trauma of Anakin murdering your friends. Vader, Anakin, Vader, Anakin, stab. Dead. End of arc. That's a great. Death. I wouldn't have minded that and again. I wouldn't have minded that, but again, to me, I have trusted the writers this entire series, so I will trust them to the last episode. I'm sure they've got a great idea and they'll follow through with that. I know Paul's not as um, so in terms of any other quick <laughs> predictions that we have for the rest, I say the rest of the series for next week, we've still not got Qui Gon. Are we getting Qui Gon? I predict we are going to get Qui Gon. Has you, week. to be fair, Joseph, you did say it would be episode six, whereas I said I it think would it's, be this episode. I think it's going to be episode six. Yep, it's going to yep, be episode yep, yep. six. It's going. It's going to be. It's going to be a moment of Qui Gon being like Obi Wan. You know what you need to do. It's basically him going to be like steering him in the right path. I think we're going to get another fight with Obi Wan and Vader, mm-hmm. and it's going to be Definitely. big. It's going to be messy, but well, something's last, going to stop it. The last I think they're going to find even more ways to ruin a new hope. You're just the you're just the <laughs> grumpiest wee man, Paul. Honestly. <laughs> Never known him to piss on somebody's chips as much as, as much as you have with this fucking series with me. 
The thing that, that, that gets me about I I've got a feeling Qui-Gon will fucking double down. He will be an ignorant bastard and he'll be like, he's the chosen one. Because he is. We know he is. Ultimately, Anakin is the one that, well, he doesn't, but like kills the 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 Emperor and he brings balance to the force at that point. He doesn't, but he does. And I think I think you'll see that point where he'll be like, he is the chosen one. And that gets back to um the line where Darth Vader says to to look Obi Wan or yeah Obi Wan once thought as you did that there's still good in him and I think that's what we will see between the fight between him and Vader is he's like Anakin I know you're still in there uh, and I, this is my prediction for it we will get a similar moment to what we got in Rebels between the fight between Anakin and uh, Ahsoka where she kind of he gets a cut and you can see Anakin through it yeah. I'm pretty sure. I, uh, have you seen the, the 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 art stuff? So they released like art for what's coming in the episodes. No. Oh no! Uh, for so it's not six. for this. No, no, no. It's not for specific. So it was before the series. There was some like uh, concept art. And if you don't want I to know haven't. about it, I won't tell you. But if you aren't bothered about it, I'll tell you. I'm, I'm looking it up tell. right now. You can tell me, Andrew. Okay, so there's spoilers for this. Um, fan art because it might give a spoiler to what uh, not fan art sorry um concept uh, concept art it might give a spoiler for next week so there was a photo of anakin and, and or sorry vader and uh obi-wan fighting but like anakin's not got his helmet on like he's got his breathing apparatus but the top of his head is visible so i think we'll get that i think that'll be really cool and it's something good different old, as well good old battle damaged vader yeah, I think that would be a really cool imagery, especially if they get yeah. it right with the, the prosthetics and the, the the makeup and stuff like that. It, and it, it does quite... it allows us to see Hayden as well, which I like. It's also like a hallmark of like Vader fights in video games as well. When you just yeah. especially like Force Awakens, mm -hmm. you just like end up fucking him up and he's got like, you know, half his legs ripped off and all that. Yeah. And I think it would be if if there is a fight, if there's gonna be a fight, um between vader and kenobi what i want to happen is i want it to be like long like either more impactful between the two of them than mm. um i hope it's in a like abandoned quarry again i hope that's where it, no where what it... i want i want i want it to be like in a like a, a place where there's like no hand railings osha violations left right and center fire lightning. I, exactly i want I, it on I want, fucking mustafar i want I want shit back that's what i, I want for nostalgia I, th I want um like to see bits where like kenobi's getting the better of vader because yeah. harkening back to the the duel between them in that flashback and he's like slicing open parts of his limbs but no he's, he's just robot he's just still going i what i want to see is i want to see vader from the vader comics going ah oh, shit i've lost my arm here droid come here i will take this arm and graft it to myself so i can keep <laughs> fighting that cunt in front of me that's you know what i want to see do you know there's a moment, and it's going to be, it's so small and subtle that it might not happen, but do you know a moment I kind of hope we get is there'll be like, I hope there's like a subtle realisation, because we've already seen it with the first fight where he was, he, he battered Obi-Wan with one hand and it was nothing. We've seen it with Reva, he's essentially dancing and playing weird with the Force. I want a moment of realisation where Vader is kind of doing that, and I want that realisation where he's like, oh fuck, Kenobi's back. This is the Kenobi I remember. Yeah. I want, I, I want a moment where he's like, 
oh, I can't play with you anymore. I need to fucking bring my A game. And you see him go fucking which, film sitch. Which, Andrew, will tie into A New Hope, where Vader's not on his A game. He's being a little bit more tentative. Yeah. See, we're linking it. There's a through line. We're linking this. See that, Paul? Together. See that, it's Paul? All, <laughs> see how it all links, ready. Paul? It's already ruined. So, <laughs> you know, they can't ruin it. Too. I mean, they can ruin it further, but, you know, it's all... The shit's already out of the bag. You know, now yeah. it's all about how much it smears. Wait, who's shitting in a bag? Fucking Paul is on my series. <laughs> is, that, is that not what the system you guys have in your house? <laughs> <laughs> um, before we wrap things up, if we get oh, any more predictions... Oh, Joseph. Oh. <laughs> Before we wrap up, any more predictions for next week? Uh, I think I think Qui Gon will be Qui there. Nice. Thank you. I nice. I, th- I think um, Kenobi's actually, going to go you to made a, you made a good point. Sorry, Joseph. You made a good point earlier when you were like Qui Gon's going to double down mm-hmm. on um, Vader being the one. And I could, f- if if that does happen, say that does happen, I think you would have Obi Wan arguing against it because in Rebels he has an interesting line where he says to Maul, uh, Maul asks is he the chosen one and mm. Obi-Wan says he is referring to Luke so mm. maybe oh, Obi-Wan yeah. thinks it's yeah, yeah. transferred over to Luke instead because be. he's lost all hope in Vader. Could be but yeah we've got some fun stuff to look forward to um, Paul I hope we get a positive turnaround on your attitude by next week because, ladies and gents, we have a special guest joining us next week. Ooh. All will be revealed when in the intro of next week's episode. But I am looking forward to hearing both these gentlemen's thoughts and our guest next week's thoughts. Um, I have high hopes for the end. And the, uh, to me, this show hasn't let me down yet. And I, I've got a feeling it's going to land really, really well. Uh, Joseph, where can the lovely people find you online? The lovely people can find me online as at Joseph Boone on my Twitter and the non-existent Instagram that I've got. That is just me just liking it's something. Just, it's just, just, it's just so there so I can tag you in, these, in the post. That's all it is. Podcasts. And I don't react to anything because I'm utterly useless at social <laughs> media, man. I, honestly, I'm like, oh, it's there. Oh, cool. I'll look at it. I look at a photo of a dog once on Twitter every like three weeks and go, that's a cute dog. It's a good use but, of Twitter, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not part of like social spheres on Twitter. <laughs> Paul, what Reddit, about you, buddy? <laughs> Reddit, yeah, that's me. Find me on Instagram at Stirrit Story, where I tend to post just a bunch of silly videos and lip syncs and whatnot. Usually, come across a lot friendlier and funnier than I do on this <laughs> podcast. So you can um... have all that to look forward to. And, and you do... can also find us both, along with our wonderful host, Andrew, at The 100 on all social media platforms. Fuck yeah, you can. And Paul, I do believe you've had a little stint on another podcast. Do tell. Oh, yes. I was just recently, the episode just released uh, today. Uh, I, listened to, uh, I listened to it. It was very good. Choose Film Podcast with Gary J. Hewitt and Rebecca Riddell. It was very, very cool. We were talking about... Uh, the theme was good versus evil, and we were talking about the witch, which I picked. Ooh. Has anyone seen that? Uh, which one? The Robert witch. Eggers, the witch. Which one? The witch. Which one? 
He's clever. The witch. He's, he's, he's got you three times with that. I'll have it scored all night long. I know he's well. That's why I've had to take over because this podcast's already fucking run. Um, I haven't seen it, Paul, because I'm a big old shite bag and I don't do horror, but I will give uh, the podcast a listen. Choose from podcast, a great podcast. I've been on it as well. Granted, I talked about the in-betweeners, not quite as classy as Paul's <laughs> film, but I enjoy the in-betweeners movie. Um, if you want to follow me, I'm at and the Grey on all social media platforms. If you want to follow the podcast, we're at With Mates Pod on Twitter and With Mates Podcast on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Make sure to join in. Um, every time I watch the episode, I'm going to put up stuff where you can get your comments and we want to hear what you've thought of each of the episodes. And if you comment and you like and all that kind of stuff, you will feature in the podcast where we'll talk about your comments and what not. But until next time, until next week, for the final episode of the Kenobi series, let us on the menge. A more elegant, elegant podcast. podcast. Oh, you pisser, Sorry. Paul! I was going to say it, you fuckhole! <laughs> I, I didn't even hear what you said. It was for me! No, it was for me! It's oh, not easy! Yeah. <laughs> How dare you? I can't you. believe you had the time to fucking come together. I on thought that. you were giving it to me. I hopefully I'll let you have oh. that. Okay, go again. Go Do one of you want to put it in? I'll do it, I'll do it. An elegant podcast for a more civilised age. And to play you off here, it's Babu Frick. Babu, Babu, Babu Frick. Babu, Babu, Babu Frick. Babu, Babu, Babu Frick. Fixing all the joys. Babu, Babu, Babu Frick. Babu, Babu, Babu Frick. Bubble, 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 bubble